and welcome to the podcast version of COS Live, a weekly program keeping you up to date on the Article 5 movement working to reclaim liberty in America. You can watch the original live broadcasts on Convention of States Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, and X. And now, here's COS Live. Hello, CO supporters, and welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Lush. I'll be your host. And of course, I'm joined by Rita Peters, who is the Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs, but she's also a co-host with me. Rita, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today, and I am excited about today's program. So if it's okay with you, Andrew, today I'm going to do a little preview of what our viewers can look forward to today. So It's been a big and important year for Convention of States. A lot has happened, and we need to celebrate how far the grassroots have come this year. It's important to reflect on our accomplishments as a movement before we gear up to hit the ground running in 2024, which is exactly what we're going to do. The vast majority of state legislatures open session just in those first couple of weeks of January. But if we don't reflect on where we've been, we won't know how far we've come. So today, we're looking back at the highlights from 2023 with a brand new video that Andrew and I will react to, and then we'll share our favorite moments from the year. And guys, the reason I'm so excited, and I'm sure Andrew is too, about this program is we don't preview these videos producer G does until we're doing the program. So (laughs) what we're going to see in a few minutes is as much of a surprise to us as it will be to you. And I can't wait to see it. Stick around too until the end of today's episode for the COS Live mailbag. And just a tip, if you want to be featured in a future edition of the COS Live Mailbag, just drop us a comment or a question and you might see your name mentioned on the next episode. So all of that's coming to you for today's program. But first, we're going to Mike for our Article 5 trivia giveaway. Mike? Boy, I'm glad to be here to be able to help us wrap up the year of COS for 2023. It's going to be an amazing year in 2024. We've had so many amazing things happen in 2023. I'm sure people will be glued to their screens in order to be able to see what you guys are going to present. The great video that we'll be able to see that producer G is no doubt put together. And there's so many things that we have to be grateful for, for 2023. And One of the things we have to be grateful for is next year, mid-January, we'll have a brand new COS store. We also have a new name. It's called Article 5 Outfitters. And you can still go to shopconventionstates.com. But if you go there now, you'll see a pretty cool graphic saying that the store is closed. And the store is closed during our little winter break so we can move to a new warehouse. We've partnered up with Patriot Academy, who's gonna be doing our fulfillment, which we're really excited about. And we're moving everything over there. So we have a couple of weeks where we're not gonna be able to process orders. So if you go to shopconventionestates.com now, you'll see the sign, but you won't be able to place an order. But I, of course, have an inside scoop and I can give away a set of our brand new pocket guides. We have a new cover. It's updated. 
I think this is the fourth update we've ever done to the pocket guide. It's the most popular thing in the store. I'm happy to be able to give a 10 pack of those away. We also have, and we will try to bring the U.S. Constitution, the pocket constitutions back to the store also as quickly as you can, maybe even before the time that everything else is going, because we know how popular those are. We know how much you guys want those. So we're excited to have a new beginning for 2024 with the COS store. And of course, you'll be able to get all the merch, the cool shirts, and everything that we have at shopconventionestates.com. In the meantime, I'm going to give a really fun Article 5 trivia question for you out there. It'll be really interesting. When you know the answer, you'll think, oh, wow, this is an important thing to know. However, when I ask the question, you may think, gosh, this is tough. I'm not so sure I have this answer. So even if you have to guess a little bit, go ahead and guess and get the conversation going with us in the chat. But for now, here's the question. On December 15th, we celebrated the 232nd anniversary of which constitutional amendments? So since it's plural, amendments gives you a little bit of a clue. It may be, boom, just come to your mind right now. But if you're like me, maybe not so wonderful and i guess one of the secrets i should tell you is i get almost all of my wonderful trivia questions from producer g he is the most resourceful guy we are so grateful for him and of course he deserves a great shout out today for the work he's done we have hundreds of these shows under our belts and without producer g none of them would be possible so again here's my question on december 15th we celebrated the 232nd anniversary of which constitutional amendments. I'll be back a little bit later in the show to give you the answer. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy the year in review. Back to you, Andrew. Thanks, Mike. Well, it's time for our annual recap reel on some of the top moments from 2023 for the Convention of States movement. Let's enjoy 2023 in review. There's an intensity around the Convention of States as an idea that is yeah. really noticeable. There's a reason for that. Wherever you go, you're going to run into a Convention of States person. They're going yes. to try and corner always, you. <laughs> always, like the Hare Krishnas. Have you heard about the Convention of States? <laughs> well, so what that tells you that I love is it's a movement. I personally am for it. Perhaps a Convention of States is our last best hope to create a government that is worthy of those who gave the last full measure of devotion to the United States so we could all remain free. I love it so much because you are right, it evokes our founding fathers' wisdom. Thankfully, there is something called Convention of States Article 5 in our Constitution. It's gathering momentum. 20 states have almost passed it, where state legislatures can call an amending convention. This is within the Constitution for a reason. I think, I think just getting that convention together, calling it alone, will have a useful function for the country. And I challenge every other GOP candidate in this field to recognize the same thing. Florida has already certified it. Many other states have certified it. We have the ability to do this because I don't care if you're Republican, independent, Democrat, male, female, black, white, everyone believes we need term limits for members of Congress. When I was in the South Carolina General Assembly, uh, I supported a joint resolution calling for an Article 5 Convention of States. This was just last year. It passed this re resolution and became the 19th state in the country calling for that Convention of States. Who am I going to stand with? Is it going to be we, 
the bureaucracy in the federal government? Absolutely not. But I will stand with we the people, and I'm looking forward to Iowa being the 20th state to pass the Convention of State to pass these amendments. I strongly think the only way to fix D.C. is from the outside in with, when the, with the states stepping up and the states becoming the parent again. I know that you have endorsed the Convention of States uh, along I with uh, uh, Pete Hegseth, and I really think that that's the only thing that's going to take this uh, country and put it back on the right track. Ten years ago, my co-founder Michael Ferris and I founded the Convention of States Project, and can't believe it's been 10 years. So much has been accomplished over the last 10 years, and all of it because of the hard work of activists like you. We built Convention of States for you, but really, it's you who make it happen. As I look forward to the next 10 years, I'm sure one of the things we're going to do is we're going to call America's first Article 5 convention under the United States Constitution. And when we do, all credit's going to belong to you because you, the activists, are the ones who are going to make it happen. Now, since launching a decade ago, the Convention of States has blossomed from this fantasy possibility that people laughed at. It now has millions of supporters across the nation, and states are starting to wake up and sign on in droves. A convention of states is going to happen. The people of this country are going to realize the availability of this powerful tool our wives and founding fathers gave us, and an Article 5 convention will be called. And I fight state legislators every day over this as a former legislator saying, you are the most powerful player under the Constitution. Convention of states, Article 5, state legislatures, it's time to step up. 20 of them have. We need 14 more. You want to fix the country? That's how we fix the country. So we can change the swamp yes. outside of the outside swamp. Outside the swamp. This is great. It's great it's, stuff. You, we can go to conventionofstates.com. When it comes to a convention of states, I would much rather fight it out of who is truly the most committed and the most organized. There's a mechanism here that we don't have to keep doing this. We can go, we can create something that just completely goes around these people. And that's really why we're here, to see if that can work. This simulation is going to, I think, reinforce everything that's good about the Convention of States movement. These are folks who, who understand what's at stake in the country. People rise above the everyday. We are simply using the Constitution to save the Republic. This is our time. Wait and see. It's going to be fun. Just weeks before he was elected as Speaker, Congressman Johnson chaired an important congressional hearing on Article 5 and the Convention of States movement. An amendment may be proposed by two-thirds of the states, and a convention called for that purpose. To date, no such convention has ever been called, but efforts have been underway in recent years to do so. The Convention of States, for example, advocates that states pass an identical application limited to proposing amendments that would impose federal or fiscal restraints on the federal government limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government and limit the terms of office for its officials and for members of Congress. And, and y'all can anticipate that as a direct result of, of that simulation, that we're going to be really supportive of your effort moving forward beyond just my own personal support but the institutional support of Heritage and, and, and all of our own supporters. But wouldn't it be nice if we heard here at CPAC at least one damn politician get up and say, 
I encourage you to support convention estates rather than give you pablum about we're going to cut this and we're going to cut. No, you're not, because Washington is not going to fix Washington. You're going to fix Washington through convention of states, Article 5. Wow, another great, awesome video from Producer G, which ends in my having chill bumps all over. <laughs> what do you think, Andrew? I mean, that is incredible. I love the end as well. Mark Levin, not mincing words at all. Congress is not going to solve this. It's you, the people. They're going to solve this problem. I love it. And I, 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 a few highlights that I that I had. Gaining... Uh, an endorsement from two presidential candidates, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, Governor DeSantis. I mean, that's huge. And our grassroots were on the ground in several key states going to candidates, rallies and town halls. And I believe a few of our activists even approached Nikki Haley and asked her if she supports convention of states. And, and it's just cool that we have grassroots activists in every single state who are doing everything they can to bring awareness to this this the solution that we have right there in the constitution. So I love that. Also, another highlight, three congressmen this year endorsed convention of states, which is just so cool uh, that Congress is taking notice of what we're doing. Congress sees that, yeah, you can't fix things when you get to Washington, DC. And instead you just get gobbled up by the swamp. So instead we have to fix it from outside uh, the swamp. And it has to be fixed by the people. And then Mike Johnson being the Speaker of the House, but also uh, helped get the resolution passed in Louisiana back in 2016. That is just so cool that we have such a, 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 a strong advocate for convention of states. The, the top legislator in the country is a supporter of ours. I mean, that's just a blockbuster year just from those few things that I mentioned. But the reel went on for six minutes with all of the different people from the media that are are seeing what we're doing and taking notice and, and signing on to green plus all of the activists and, and and just and the simulation i mean man there's just so much to cover there rita uh, i'd love to hear some of your yeah, thoughts well, well it has certainly been a huge year for convention of states i loved at the very beginning of the video one of the journalists who was interviewing mark meckler i don't remember who it was but he noted the intensity surrounding convention of states. And Mark said, yep, we're everywhere. And that is so true. One of my favorite things about that video and a lot of the videos that producer G puts together is just seeing all of the photos of the grassroots. They're everywhere, every state in the nation. You know, they're on Main Street at parades. They're at gun shows with their booths. They're all over the state capitals doing rallies and educating legislators. And it's just such an amazing thing to, to see. So um, I want to ask you, Andrew, whether or not it was in the video, tell me one of your favorite moments or favorite events for Convention of States in 2023. I think the simulation had to, had to be my favorite moment. Being a part of that going to Colonial Williamsburg, participating in this historic event. I wasn't there for the first one back in, in uh, 2016, um, but 
this one was, it was, there was something special about it. There was just awe-inspiring being in, in historic colonial Williamsburg for one, but then also to partake in, in something that really uh, will change the nation. Of course, it was just a simulation. It wasn't the real thing. But in my mind, I was thinking, well, this is what it's going to look like. This is, this is the closest, you know, thing that we can get to uh, um, as far as a convention without actually being at a real convention. So I just, it was really cool to see that and to see the, the legislators uh, show up from, from, uh, from 49 states. I mean, that was just really yeah. incredible. And I think what I loved most about being there is I hear all the time from friends, from family, from just people out in, 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 you know, just in the community that there are no more statesmen and they don't exist anymore. There's no more George Washington's or Benjamin Franklin's or James Madison's or Alexander Hamilton's or any of those people. I, I, that, I think that's an untrue statement. There are plenty of statesmen that are still in existence today. They were at the convention, they're state legislators and those state legislators, they're honorable men and women and they, they serve their community. A lot of state legislatures, they, 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 it's, it's a, they're not paid like people in Congress are. And so they have to have jobs outside as being, you know, a lawyer or a doctor or some other profession, business owner. And then they voluntarily give their time to the community to make sure that it is, um, that it is, is that it's, that it's operating how it should be or how the founders intended it to be. And so I just love that about, I loved that about the, the simulation, getting to see, statesman mm. in action when i was there uh, i'd love to hear yours as okay, well Rita. so i will give you two um my first favorite moment of 2023 did have to do with the simulation and it happened the evening i guess it was the penultimate evening of the event and the committee it was it was pretty late at night at least for me um but the committee chairs and the convention president and vice president, all the leadership of the convention, they were meeting together in one of the rooms to go over the proposals that had come out of committee that would then be on the floor um, for a vote the next day. And um, I think it was Robert Kelly and I um, had to go into a different room to get them some documents they needed. And we were coming back to the room with the documents and, you know, we were just talking. And as we got closer, we realized it was really quiet in there. So we kind of hushed our own voices. And as we got to the door, we realized that they all had their heads bowed in prayer and they were just in round Robin offering up prayers um, for the conclusion of the simulated convention, but also just prayers for our nation and for the effect that the simulated convention would have on, you know, giving people courage and um, showing them what was possible. And it just was a really, really amazing moment to witness. It almost makes me tear up just thinking about it. So that was one favorite moment. My other favorite moment, Andrew, was when we got the Heritage Foundation endorsement. And we know that, you know, Kevin Roberts talked about it and you saw the clip of him talking about that, you know, we were going to get support from Heritage. And then you know, it wasn't that many weeks ago, I don't remember the exact date, Her the Heritage Foundation published a memorandum written by John Malcolm, um, one of their executives, 
who came out with, you know, the rationale and just a full-throated endorsement written down of the Heritage Foundation for the Convention of States movement. And it was beautifully written, very well reasoned. And, you know, this was such a big endorsement for the organization, but also to me personally, because I just have so much respect for the Heritage Foundation as an organization and for their staff. You know, these are these are deep thinkers. These are scholars. You know, they're, they're no better scholars than what they have at the Heritage Foundation. They do their research. They don't make these decisions lightly. And one of the reasons it was so meaningful to me because was because a few years ago, the same author, John Malcolm, had written a paper that um, wasn't opposed to Convention of States, but kind of pointed out some reasons why he had some questions and reservations. With this new endorsement paper this year, John Malcolm specifically acknowledged that he used to not be such a big fan um, and explained why now he believes this is the right thing for the country. And frankly, I think that takes a lot of courage um, and just a lot of intellectual honesty. And I, I was just so, so grateful for it and so excited about it. Andrew, what were your thoughts? Were, were you surprised by the Heritage Foundation endorsement? I, I was. I didn't expect it, and I was just grinning from from ear to ear because uh, it, it was incredible to 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 receive the endorsement from Heritage. I mean, everyone knows who Heritage is. If you're you, everyone knows Heritage, so receiving an endorsement from from them was just really uh, it it made me so happy, and I was just like I was over the moon when we got that endorsement, and it was cool because. Mark Meckler, he jumped on 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 a Twitter space, uh, and he was talking about the the heritage endorsement, and I just was listening in. I was at my my kids, um, it was like their 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 back to school kind of like festival thing, and so I have my 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 phone on X. I'm playing with the kids and listening, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. We got heritage, and I'm playing with the kids, and they're like, man, you're just really happy today. I'm like, yeah, it's, there's so much stuff that's happening. I get to hang out at a festival and listen to Mark Meckler, our president, talk about how we just received Heritage's, Heritage's mm. endorsement. I mean, that was that yeah. was so cool. Um, a couple of things I want to run through real quick, Rita, before we go to the Article 5 trivia answer. Uh, just a few uh, stats that we hit this year that are just really worthy of noting. We hit 2.5 million petitions all time. I think that's that's incredible. That's a huge milestone for Convention of States. Um, so we had over... 52,000 personal contacts to new petition signers. That is, that's something we don't talk about enough uh, on these programs and in our webinars and all that stuff. Anytime someone assigns our petition, one of our COS activists gives that petition signer a personal phone call and they say to them, thank you for joining the movement. You're now part of the largest, fastest growing movement for self-governance in America. And uh, we thank you for your support. Here are our ways that you can get involved in this movement. You can contact your legislator, reach out to them over the phone, send them an email, or you can join us as a volunteer. We have several different roles that are suited to your needs. No matter what your skill set is, we have a role for you. And you can be a part of this movement to help get to a convention. 
and and this is this is something that's really unique for any organization yeah. giving personal phone calls to new yeah you designers. know andrew i just want to um echo what you're saying and let everyone know in case you're watching and haven't signed the petition yet we're not just looking to add your name on a list and make you a number that makes us sound good we're inviting you to be part of our team we want to engage you if you need training we want to train you but we want you to get involved and and be engaged and be active with us and andrew you're right i think that makes convention of states um, very unique in in that way and it's it's really exciting to see how our teams are engaging the folks who sign the petition absolutely and one last number we did surpass 100,000 followers on instagram also incredible. So shout out to the comms team who's been working diligently to make sure that our presence on social media is, is broadcasted out there. So thank you. If you're not following us on Instagram right now, go ahead, open your app, go to Instagram, search convention of states, follow us, like one of our posts and, sh and share it with a friend. This is, this is really how we get out there. Social media is a platform for, for bringing awareness. So please go out there, follow us on all of our social media platforms. Um, and, and start spreading the word about Convention of States. All right, Rita, we have to go to Mike Ruthenberg, who has the answer for our Article 5 trivia giveaway. Thank you guys for a great, great show. Wow. I'm sure if you're anything like me, you're looking and you're seeing this stuff and you're pointing out to people you know, you're thinking about some of the things that happened in 2023, and it's quite a blessing. There's so much that we have to be grateful for. Thank you guys for bringing that up. And again, a great hat tip to Producer G for putting so much of this material together for us for this show. And I'm here to give you the answer to our Article 5 trivia question. I'm giving away these cool pocket guides. I want to reiterate that our COS store, also known now as Article 5 Outfitters, a brand new name, Article 5 Outfitters. What a cool name because you go there to get outfitted with pocket guides. We have pocket constitutions. We have shirts. We have hats. We have so many things, but we're moving our fulfillment warehouse to the middle of the nation, to Texas, where Patriot Academy is, and they'll take over the fulfillment. It should make things even better than what you're seeing right now. So we're closed until about the middle of January. I'll let you know, I'll keep you guys up on when we're gonna be opening, and they'll, I'm sure, be a big splash and a grand reopening, and I'm sure we'll have some fun specials just in time for the legislative season for you. So for now, I'm going to go back to our question, our Article 5 trivia question to end the show. And if you remember from the beginning, on December 15th, we celebrated the 232nd anniversary of which constitutional amendments? Yes, amendments. And the answer is Amendments 1 through 10. Our Bill of Rights were ratified when the Virginia legislature triggered the three-quarter ratification threshold on December 15th. 1791. Ironically, Virginia was the last state to ratify for it had been the first to submit an Article 5 convention application to propose a Bill of Rights. This put pressure on Congress, which eventually proposed a Bill of Rights before an Article 5 convention could reach the requisite number of states. That's something we might see in real time today, which isn't such a bad thing. 
But who knows? It may take a convention of states. So we're going to continue to push. Anyway, James Madison borrowed heavily from George Mason's Virginia Declaration of Rights when he proposed the American Bill of Rights. Mason is held up within the Convention of States movement as the one who paved the way for an Article 5 convention to bypass Congress when D.C. is oppressive, tyrannical, to the will of the people in proposing needed reforms. So we have a lot to be grateful for, including our Bill of Rights and, and Convention of States paving the way for a Bill of Rights, absolute necessary amendments to our Constitution. Of course, we're facing those right now. And thanks to you guys for pushing those forward. That's all I've got for today. Have a really blessed holiday. And we will see you guys next year. Back to you, Andrew and Rita. Thanks, Mike. And now it's time for the COS Live mailbag. These are messages and questions from viewers like you. If you want to be featured, drop us a comment on YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. All right, Rita, I have a few comments here. This first one comes from Michael Lewowski. Americans are overtaxed next to starvation and living paycheck to paycheck. Federal government control. You're absolutely right. The federal government does way too much. It spends way too much of your money. And unfortunately, the federal government is, is not being good stewards of our money. So the best way to, to control the federal government is not sending new people to Washington, D.C. Instead, it's working outside of Washington, Washington D.C., working through your state legislatures to call the very first Article 5 Convention of States. This next one comes from Stan Tall. I am afraid of this. There are so many left-wing uh, people out there they are not smart enough to realize what this can do if it is taken over by the left wing. Well, Stan, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Uh, I think this cannot be taken over by the left wing. And I think no, no matter what people say out there, our opposition wants you to believe that this is going to be taken over, that it's going to be a runaway convention, that it's going to be, uh, it's going to run out of control. Well, I'd first direct you to the 2016 or the 2016 simulation and then the 2023 simulation. You can look at both of those and see that two times we've had simulated conventions. They didn't mm -hmm. run out of control. They met there for a reason and they debated uh, amendments to the Constitution. They kept it to the subject criteria and then they passed those amendments. But look, if you pass amendments out of a convention, that does not become law. It has to be ratified by the people. So the people are the final check on any amendments that come out of a convention. And so if there is anything that isn't a uh, part of that subject matter, the people will be the, they will be the final say. And it takes 38 states, that's 75% of the country has to agree that this, these amendments are good. So that's a high bar. I don't think the left controls 75% of the people out there because you know what? I believe the majority of Americans are right where you are. They want, they want to discuss kitchen table ideas. They want the federal government to leave them alone. They want politicians to be uh, good and not corrupt. And they also want the federal government to spend within its means. I, 
Rita, am I crazy here? Am I? You or, you are right on. I'm just nodding in agreement with everything you said, Andrew. That's well answered. And you know, folks, the thing to remember, Stan, is that it's the state legislatures who control the process of an Article Five convention of the states. And once we get 34 states to pass the application for a convention to propose amendments on three topics, imposing fiscal restraints on Washington, limiting the power and jurisdiction of Washington, and setting term limits for federal officials, that's all the convention can propose amendments on. So it is a very safe and effective process. The founding fathers were no idiots. They knew exactly what they were doing, and they gave us a safe and effective process to use. Okay, Andrew, what else do you have in the mailbag? One last comment from David Smith. Thanks to all of you that produced this show, I learned a lot. Well, thank you so much, David. Thank you for tuning in and, and watching us and, and listening. I'm glad that we're able to teach you a lot about Convention of States and what's going on with this movement across the country. Thank you for uh, being a, a, a follower and for being a uh, person that tunes into this show. All right, okay. that's all we got, Rita. And just so everyone knows, it's producer G who really does all the hard work. <laughs> Andrew and I just <laughs> show yes. up and talk. So with that, folks, we are going to sign off. Don't miss new episodes of Crossroads with yours truly and Mark Meckler. Those air on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Mark and I discuss hot button issues at the intersection of where faith and culture meet. I think you'll enjoy it. Also, check out the battle cry with COS President Mark Meckler. That's Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern time. To give our year-end fund a boost and equip citizen activists in 2024, text GIVECOS to 888-444-8774. Now, Andrew, we've got a country to save, so let's get back to work. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to today's program. For information, please visit www.conventionofstates.com forward slash pod. That's www.conventionofstates.com forward slash pod.